Are you ready to take control of your life? Overcome the obstacles that have been holding you back. I'm Dr. D, and welcome to Quitting is Not an Option, a podcast that inspires and empowers you to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. I know what it feels like to be held back by past failures and setbacks as I myself lost a multi-million dollar business, home, investments, and marriage due to the bad acts of a CFO. But I rose from the ashes and recreated a new life and now I am an accomplished author, gifted speaker, consultant, and life coach. And each episode will cover tips and strategies to overcome adversity, overcome fear and feelings of failure. We also have experts and special guests who share their inspiring experiences to support you every step of the way. Together, we can help you find joy in your journey while positioning you towards success. Let's get started. Cancer starts when abnormal cells divide without control and can invade nearby tissues. Cancer cells can also spread to other parts of the body through the blood and lymph systems. There are several main types of cancer. Carcinoma is a cancer that begins in the skin or in tissues that line or cover internal organs. Sarcoma is a cancer that begins in bones, cartilage, fat, muscle, blood vessels, or other connective or supportive tissue. Leukemia is a cancer that begins in blood-forming tissue, such as the bone marrow, and causes too many abnormal blood cells to be made. Lymphoma and multiple myeloma are cancers that begin in the cells of the immune system. Central nervous system cancers are cancers that begin in the tissues of the brain and spinal cord. It is also referred to as malignancy. Now, the body normally eliminates cells with damaged DNA before they turn cancerous, but the body's ability to do so goes down as we age. This is a part of the reason why there is a higher risk of cancer later in life. So you ask yourself, why then is it referred to as a gift? Joining us today is Brenda Michaels, an inspiring, insightful, and passionate communicator. Through her work as a syndicated talk show host of Conscious Talk Radio, a public speaker, workshop leader, the author of several articles on women's health issues, an animal activist, a spiritual and emotional coach, and healer, the former anchor writer for Civil Magazine, and author, Brenda's leadership in raising awareness is a true demonstration of her commitment to living upon this planet as a conscious being. Brenda's book, The Gift of Cancer, A Miraculous Journey to Healing, has helped thousands of people dealing with cancer and loved ones of those with cancer. She was featured on the Today Show with Kathy Lee and Holder in their series, Everyone Has a Story. Welcome, Brenda, and thank you for joining us today. 
Thank you, Dr. D. It is a pleasure to be with you. And what a great demise of cancer that you did for all of us. Very, very interesting. Well, thank you. And I'd like to welcome our PFAM, our podcast family across the globe who have joined us today for this expert advice from you, Brenda, on how you embraced your cancer diagnosis and received it as a gift. PFAM, welcome, welcome, welcome. Brenda, please tell us, how can you see cancer as a gift after three bouts of it? I couldn't think of it as a gift before looking at your book and opening those pages, which I must say have a wealth of great information. So everybody needs this book. But back to you, how can you see cancer as a gift after three bouts of it? Well, I believe, Dr. D, that every tragedy, we would perceive it as a tragedy when we are diagnosed with cancer. Cancer is a big scare for people. People literally get really panicked when they hear the word cancer. It has that type of connotation. And I believe that when we are diagnosed with a life-threatening illness, there's opportunity there. And I want to let your listeners know I didn't feel that way at all through the first two bouts of cancer, which were years apart. I felt that way after the third bout when they told me that without chemo, I maybe had a year to live because the cancer was going to metastasize the way it was moving through my lymph nodes. And I had an opportunity at that time to see it differently, to perceive it differently. And this took a lot of digging emotionally and spiritually into the real root cause of cancer. We don't catch cancer. Nobody catches cancer. So why does cancer form in the body? Well, there's a lot of reasons. There's no doubt about it. There's lots of reasons. But for me, I started to dig under the emotional causes of the dis-ease that I was feeling that was, for me, out picturing as cancer. And that just shifting my perception that way and saying, okay, they don't really know what's causing it. I need to know. Why is my body producing these cells that are proliferating my body as cancer. And that's when I asked that question and I went into prayer and deep, deep thought and meditation and I had to learn how to meditate. That's when the answer started to come. That's amazing, Brenda, because first of all, you use the word dis-ease. And for all of you who don't know what that means, instead of saying disease, it's a dis-ease. And thank you for bringing that back to my attention. But when you go back and you say, you ask the question, why? A lot of us ask the question, why? But we stop right there. We don't take it to that very next level, which says we got to pray and we got to meditate and we got to understand why we are going through this journey, why we are dealing with this issue because there's a reason for everything. And it's an opportunity. I like to say health opportunity instead of health problems, because what it really is, is an opportunity to get well. You bring it back and you call it a gift, Brenda. And that's amazing to look at it as a gift. In our mind, we think a gift is something that we're going to be happy to have. 
But when you put it the way you put it, it really is a gift. It's something that you get to dissect, you get to pull apart, you get to pull it all back together, you get to learn, grow, and develop. But most importantly, you get to ascribe to the name of this show, which is Quitting is Not an Option. You say that one can replace the word cancer with other challenges like bankruptcy, divorce, loss, etc. These are all gifts. How do you put those in perspective? Basically, the same way. Everything that is going on in our life, however we are living our life, there is a reason for it. Now, I believe the soul comes in to learn certain lessons. Give us the opportunity to learn, deepen into who we really are at a soul level, and to be soul-driven as opposed to personality-driven and the opportunity to heal. Now, I'm going to preface this, Dr. D, by saying not everybody that has cancer and does this deeper work is going to physically heal. Perhaps the soul came in to learn and grow from it and evolve the soul, but the contract might have been that that was their out. That was when they were going to leave the planet. So when I talk about healing, and it is a gift, the gift I'm really talking about isn't so much about healing the physical part of cancer, but healing the person, healing and aligning with our soul, releasing the dis-ease within us that creates all sorts of symptoms and physical problems and emotional problems and spiritual problems and mental problems for us all. I love it, Brenda. That ties right into the spiritual and emotional healing that we all have to learn from. We all have to learn from that. It's not just the physical that teaches us. It's the emotional, the spiritual that we have to get in the trenches with. Very powerful. Now, you mentioned you didn't come to the conclusion that cancer was a gift in your first or second bout. What exactly did you experience in those first two bouts, and how did you see it then? Well, I experienced it, I believe, Dr. D, the way most people experience it. Fear, panic, anger, um, hurt. Why is this happening to me? Why did God make it that I would have cancer? Why isn't God saving me? I went where I think most people go, and we go to an angry part. We're angry that we're sick. We're angry that we feel helpless. We're angry that we feel hopeless. And what are we usually angry at? Yeah, we're angry at the circumstances in our lives and maybe a few people, but we're also angry at God. We feel like if we really are a good person, we shouldn't have to be dealing with this. But the truth is, this has nothing to do with good or bad or right or wrong. It simply is a circumstance that we brought with us so that we had the opportunity to heal the dis-ease we all carry so that we can live our lives fully, I feel, fully enveloped in joy and abundance and prosperity and good health. And even if we don't stay on the planet from it, we still get to experience those things until we take our last breath. And that is powerful within itself, Brenda. Healing doesn't always come while we're on earth. 
Healing can come in the afterlife. Earth is not our final destination. Thank you for sharing that. Now, why does embracing cancer or other challenges as teachers instead of enemies change one's experience? Well, if you think about it, our perception dictates our experiences and our beliefs. How do we perceive the situation we're in? If you perceive what you're going through as the worst possible thing that could happen to you, if you perceive it as a victim, if you're a victim to it, if you perceive it from that place, what are your options? Think about that. You've automatically given your power over to the very thing that is calling you to pay attention, to awaken, to align with, basically to be at peace with it and explore it so that you can learn and heal and grow from it. Otherwise, you're stuck. You're in that place where something's being done to you. It's not being done for you. And I will say, from my experience, everything is for us. Everything. There's not one single thing that is against us other than our perception of it. When you were first diagnosed, you were offered chemotherapy. You turned this down. Why would you turn that down after being told that chances were high, you probably had only a year to live? Okay, that was the third bout. They got the margins cleaned. They felt like I was not going to have cancer again. As we know, what doctors will say, if you've made it five years, you're cancer-free. Well, that was not my experience. And by the way, with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of cancer patients I've worked with in my healing work and counseling, there's a span sometimes of 15, 20 years in the cancer. A cancer, not the same necessarily, but a cancer reappears. Because if we don't get to the core of our being, to that deep, deep level of where those emotions sit, pain, hurt, grief, anger, resentment, rage, jealousy, all of those things that we harbor within us, if we don't go in and explore those and heal those energies, they are an energy that sits in the body that creates symptoms in the body that creates eventually, for most people, not everyone, disease. So that's why the first two, I wasn't ready yet. And I will say, when I work with someone, if they're not ready to go to a certain place, then I agree, okay, you're not ready. And if you're not ready, we cannot do the work. But when you are, I'm here for you. So we have to be ready, willing, and open. And we have to truly want to heal. Not everybody wants to heal, believe it or not. Not everybody does, and that's okay. There's nothing right or wrong about it. It simply is. You had started your healing before the third bout. You already knew that chemotherapy wasn't the solution for you by the time the third bout of cancer came along. So what kind of healing did you engage in? I know the emotional and the spiritual, but did you take supplements? Did you change your diet? Tell the PFAM what you did. 
I did that. And it really was the third time, by the way, Dr. D, that I started to connect with my body. I started to breathe into my body and ask my body, what do you want and what do you need? And then when I would ask the question, do you want chemotherapy? I would get this knot in my gut like a fist. And then I would, I asked, okay, what else? What about radiation? Same thing, same knot and fist in my gut. Okay, I didn't know what else there was, but I had heard of alternative therapies, alternative healing, alternative health. And I said, how about doing something alternative? And I got this feeling of peace. And so I started to explore alternatives for my physical body, not my emotional, spiritual, mental, but for my physical. And I was led, because of that intention, I was led to Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez, who is now passed, by the way, but his work carries on. He's an immunologist and an MD in New York, and he practices a very holistic approach to cancer on the physical level. And this is all about protocols that eliminate the body of the toxins that are stored in the body in different organs. It's about a complete change in your diet. It's about nutrition with supplements and herbs and that type of thing. And it is a program based on your hair sample that he takes and has you send to a particular place that they can determine what's going on through your hair, which is really fascinating, and he puts you on a specific program. So I went on his program, which was, for me, almost five years, and it's a very strict, committed program, but I was committed. I was committed to getting my body as healthy as I could, and that was what I did on the physical level, but I also felt I needed to go in deeper underneath the physical body to find out those core dis-ease energies sitting in me that I needed to heal and release. And so that was the other work I did. So it was a two-pronged approach that I took. This hair sample and ultimately leading to a wholesome, well-rounded program that included all of these things, diet, supplements, you know, the whole nine yards. Having that program really put you on a different track. If you did not have a perspective of that kind of program or an opportunity to have that kind of program presented to you, fast backwards, if you will, how do you think your situation would have changed or would have turned out differently? Well, that's a very good question. I'd have to give some real deep thought to that, Dr. D. From what I understand and know now about energies that are lodged in the body, I believe that probably I could have healed. But I also believe that I wouldn't have stayed healthy and energetic and clear-minded without changing my diet and detoxing certain things from my certain organs that were very toxed up. But I will tell you, those emotional energies are very toxic. And so the physical, the food and the nutrition and stuff, I feel is very important. But also, I feel the deeper spiritual and emotional work is actually key. 
That's key. What then can illness, disease, and other challenges teach us about ourselves? And those other challenges are the emotions, the thing that you're dealing with mentally. What can these things teach us about who we are? Well, the first thing that comes to mind to me is they can teach us that we're not helpless, that we have this power within us that is always gravitating toward healing, always, for the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual bodies, always gravitate toward healing when given the proper environment. And that environment is what we contribute to that when we give attention to it. So I really believe that that's what it teaches us. It teaches us we are powerful, we are not helpless. When we choose, and I'm going to use the word choice here, Everything is a choice. Mm -hmm. And you will hear a lot of people say, well, I don't have a choice. Well, that is a choice. A choice to not have a choice is a choice. So when you choose to heal and you set your intention to heal from the inside out and you open your heart and mind to that, what will flow in will amaze you. Because I will tell you at the time, Dr. D., I was married to my second husband. God bless him. He was so helpful through all of this. But we didn't have much money. And I didn't know a thing about what was going on and what I was really doing. But I had faith that I was being guided and that what I needed would be brought forth. And it was. Everything I needed, everything was brought forth for me because I prayed, I asked, I opened my heart. I started clearing out any of those emotional energies that wouldn't allow me to have it. And when I started doing that work, it was just that energy just began to flow. That's extremely powerful, Brenda. And I have to say to the PFAM, this book is a must read. It is a must read. And so before we leave today, Brenda, please be prepared to share with the PFAM how they can find your book. But let me go on to talk about the book a little bit. Can anyone benefit from reading your book? Or is it only designed for a person that's ill? That's a really great question. Thank you for asking that. Anyone can benefit from this book because you can replace, as you mentioned in the very beginning of this interview, Dr. D, you can replace cancer with anything. You have money issues you're facing. You have relationship issues you're facing. You have physical issues you're facing. Anything, anything can be healed when we're willing and open and committed to healing, whatever it is. And you can take those steps and you'll probably need help. I did not have the money to get therapy at the time. That is why I did the work on my own. And that was a big, huge step for me to take. I believe I was courageous. I never would have thought of it back then, but it was a courageous step to take because I had no idea what I was doing. But when I allowed for that guidance and I'd get a feeling, I'd get an idea, I'd hear a word, I'd hear a voice, I followed it. Followed it with faith that I was being led in this journey. And we all have that connection. Every single one of us has that connection if we're willing to accept it and allow for it. 
You say, Brenda, that cancer and other diseases are not really diseases in and of themselves. What do you mean by this? I mean that it's simply an expression of the dis-ease lying within, skin conditions, you name it. Whatever is out picturing, there is an emotional and probably many, many emotional components attached to that. Spiritual, and when I mean spiritual, our beliefs. What are your beliefs, and especially what are your core beliefs? And what perceptions and assumptions are you making about those beliefs that you're holding on to that? And are those beliefs serving you and your highest good? Or are those beliefs keeping you stuck and in this spiraling down all the time and then hitting bottom and trying to pick yourself up and trying the same things that aren't working and never really getting there? And trying them over and over again. This whole self-help is self-help and healing the body are somewhat synonymous. And learning about self-help obviously can help you heal your body. But we are a world primarily focused on medicines. And we're looking for that drug over the counter to fix us, to reshape us, to get us all back into one piece. But what it doesn't do, it doesn't do anything for mindset and perception. Tell us the benefits of learning about self-help and how that can heal the body. Well, I will say I would call it self-healing. The body is able to heal. We're able to heal. Medicine has a place. When you're, you have an infection or you break bones, you're in a car accident or you have a trauma, medicine is incredible for that. Medicine is not as good with dealing with chronic illness. That is where they fall short. They fall short because medicine treats a symptom. And really what it does is it suppresses the symptom so that the symptom seems to disappear, but it really is still there, just being masked over by chemicals from the medicine. But the situation, the real root of it is still sitting there. So if you're okay with treating a symptom and not really getting to the root cause of it, it's okay. There's no right or wrong here. There's your choice. You have a choice. If that's what you choose, so be it. But if you really want to get underneath what that symptom is, and on medicine, not create more things in the body that show up because medicines have that effect. They have side effects. Then my book, the healing that my husband and I do and other people that really understand what it is and what it takes and how it can be done, that's the road for you. When we talk about medicine, I often say it suppresses the symptom and does nothing for the cause. We have to know and treat the cause of the issue. And I concur with you, Brenda. I totally agree with you because I too have gone through some chronic illnesses and still face them. And it takes a total mindset change and a commitment and dedication to your health because it's not rocket science, but it's not easy to do it. 
you have had cancer for 25 years. How has your level of health been over the 25 years, in particular, once you started doing alternative treatments? Well, I've been healthy. I've been the healthiest I probably ever have been. Even when I was young and had a strong, healthy body, only because I do this work every day. Every day I'm devoted to this type of healing work. Let me say this, Dr. D. I'm devoted to loving myself in a way I never have before. This is all about loving the self, loving the self deeply, profoundly, understanding you're a divine being. Everybody on the planet, I don't care what they've done and how they act out, everybody is divine. We are a divine being with a soul. And when we become soul-driven and live from that divine part of ourselves, then life just works beautifully. It unfolds before us. But we're all on a path of still learning. I don't know it all. I, I won't this lifetime. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to get to a place that I had decided when I came to this planet that I wanted to be prior to exiting again. So whatever your journey is, it's a beautiful, beautiful journey, no matter how many challenges you've gone through, because those are what teach us and show us who we really are. We love you, Brenda. I mean, you have some very, very good information. Uh, this knowledge transfer is very powerful. I certainly hope that our PFAM is taking note. And we look forward to having you back again to share more. This is exactly what we need as a nation. We are plagued with wars, insurrections, discrimination, woes, pandemics, uh, weather-related issues, and all of this wreaks havoc on our emotions, just messes with our psyche from a mental standpoint. We haven't even gotten to the ailments and the health issues and concerns. We're dealing with just the outside things that plague us day after day after day. Our radio show, which I'm very happy that it did, and it opened up that field for many, many people. And we stream live, we podcast our show, we also have an extensive archive on our website at ConsciousTalk.net. You can stream from our site, ConsciousTalk.net. You can go to the archives and just put in a date or a person's name, and the show will come up, and we keep our interviews up to two years. So when we interview you, Dr. D, you'll be up there in our archives. And we um, podcast, like I said. So this is how we do our show. And we've been on the air now 23 years this year, loving it. It is part of our life's work along with our healing work. So people can learn about me. They'll even get to read about my husband who also had a very serious cancer in his 20s and almost died. And he took a very similar approach. We're a great match because we both grow together and, uh, and hear the show and learn more about me. And they can get our book, my book, off of Amazon.com and some of the bookstores around the country. Once again, thank you for joining us today, Brenda. And PFAM, you heard it here on Quitting is Not an Option, where you are inspired and empowered. Allow me to leave you with Joshua 1.9. 
Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Take care and be safe. Thank you for listening. I hope you found today's episode valuable and inspiring. Remember, you have the power to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. If you want to continue on your journey towards emotional freedom and achieving your full potential, be sure to visit drdcarol.com. That's D-R-D-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com for more resources and information. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that quitting is not an option.